are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. See, there are certain things that God prophesies that are conditional. And if the conditions are not met, it doesn't come to pass. It's just like the thing the angel said to Lot's wife. Now, flee to the hills and you'll escape. But don't look back. Now, if you look back, in other words, I'm not responsible for what happens. And, of course, she disobeyed and she turned to a pillar of salt. She lost her life over disobedience. But now here you find that Zacharias wants a sign and the angel, in so many words, if you'd allow me to paraphrase it, he said, I'm going to give you a sign, all right. (laughs) You're going to be dumb and not able to speak until the day it comes to pass. Now, you see, when God decrees some things, let me show you something about conditional promises or conditional prophecy. Much prophecy that comes forth is conditional. Some things are not conditional. In other words, it's going to come to pass. It's decreed of God, and it's going to come to pass. When something like that comes forth, God has to work with His laws and His rules to bring it to pass. So when this thing was decreed, this was something that was going to happen. And when he found unbelief, at least, let's say, an inkling of unbelief there, you know, this is probably not full-fledged unbelief, but there was a wavering there. He's wanting to see a sign. Then God instigated something that would cause this thing to come to pass and get his cooperation in it. You know, if God could just get us to keep our mouth shut sometime, <laughs> then we'd be a lot better off in lots of situations if we just be quiet about some things. Sometimes we talk when we ought to be listening or we're speaking when we ought to be quiet. Sometimes you can win great battles by the vocabulary of silence. Now, the reason I say that is because sometimes if you've confessed a thing and prayed and believed God in the situation and it looked like it's never coming to pass, but when you prayed and believed God, you had released your faith and your faith was to a high level. See, your faith is not always at the same level. There are days that your faith gets down on a lower level. Sometimes it's because of the lack of word in you. Your word level is low. It's just like oil in a car, you know. You've got a dipstick and you check it and you say it's two quarts low. Well, you've got to put some oil in it. I tell you, when your word level gets low, you better do some checking and you better start putting some word in there. And you don't always stay at the same level. But when you made a faith statement, when you prayed, when you proclaimed a certain thing and really released your faith in it, you really believed it. But then down the road 10, 20 days later, it looked like it's worse, looked like all hell broke loose and it'll never come to pass, then that's the time to keep your mouth shut and believe what you stated 20 days ago because your faith was high then. Your faith is on a low level. Your word level is low. You haven't been confessing the word like you should and it's no time to start trying to make faith confessions. Now, do you get what I'm saying? See, a lot of people start making faith confess what they call confessions of faith but it turns out to be fear confessions did you know that you could confess the word of god in fear many people do that and then they wonder why in the world it didn't come to pass 
Listen, when you have quoted the Word of God, confessed the Word of God, proclaimed and decreed a certain thing, then on down the road when it looked like it's not coming to pass, there's the time to just be quiet and rest in what you've already believed instead of trying to make some confession then. Now let me give you a good example of that. This will help In the fifth chapter of Mark, you find Jairus that had come to Jesus, said, My little daughter is at home at the point of death. Come lay your hands on her that she be healed and she shall live. Now notice he said, If you come lay your hands on her so that she'll be healed, she'll live. Now on the way, Jesus just turned and started down there to his house. And on the way to his house, This little woman with the issue of blood slipped up behind Jesus, touched his garment. For she had been saying, when I touch his clothes, I'll be restored to health. Well, she got healed. She got delivered. Jesus turned around and said, somebody touched my clothes. The Bible says that she testified and told them all the truth. Now, that might have took an hour. See, she'd been that way for 12 years. Spent all the money she had. Nothing better. Rather grew worse. She had a grow worse image. But she changed the image by confessing that when I touch his clothes, I shall be restored to health. Now, here's Jairus. Put yourself in his situation. They're standing there listening to this woman give her testimony. And his little daughter is dying. Jesus is going to heal the daughter. But they're taking all this time with this woman. And then, here comes a runner and says... Jairus, don't trouble the master anymore. Your little daughter is already dead. When Jesus heard that, he said, Fear not, only believe. Don't fear. Now notice what he said. Don't fear. Don't let fear in. In other words, if you do, you're going to have a funeral tomorrow. Don't fear, only believe. Only believe. Don't do anything else. But believe. Now what's he going to believe? Is he going to believe the bad news? Is he going to believe that his daughter's dead? What is it that Jesus said to believe? Only believe what you declared when your faith was high. Are you getting this? See, his faith was high back there. And he said, you lay your hands on my daughter that she may be healed and she shall live. He decreed a thing. And he released his faith in it. He released his faith to the point of contact that Jesus laid his hands on his daughter. Now, on the way, what has changed? If his faith doesn't change, he's going to get what he said and what he believed. But the circumstance changed. But it didn't change the Word of God. It didn't change what he decreed. If he will only believe. In other words, don't try to make any faith confessions now, Jairus. This is not the time to start trying to build your faith. When you've just got the bad news that your daughter is already dead, it's too late, forget it. Don't try to make any faith confession. Don't do anything but believe. Don't cry. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Don't get in a pity party and start feeling sorry for yourself. Just do one thing, and that is believe. Well, actually, two things. Don't let fear come and keep believing what you've already decreed. Now, this is where many people miss it. When they get in a bad situation, even though they believe God, they know they believe God. 
You know beyond any doubt because when you decreed it, when you prayed it, you could not have doubted if you tried because your word level was so high and your faith was so high and sometimes you were operating in the gift of faith, supernatural faith. And you just seemed like you couldn't doubt. But then down the road when that anointing left you and the bad news came, then sometimes you start trying to make confessions in faith. And they end up being confessions of fear. Do as Jesus said. Fear not, only believe. You can win many battles by the vocabulary of silence. (laughs) That may sound strange, but it's true. You'll win a lot of battles if you'll just keep your mouth shut and believe what you've already decreed to come to pass. Now, you know the story. Jairus got his little daughter raised from the dead. Jesus went down there and took her by the hand and raised her from the dead. He got exactly what he said because he held fast to what he believed. Now, the story of Zacharias, let's compare it to the one in the same chapter there, of Luke, the first chapter, where the angel came and appeared to Mary. Now, this is the same angel. Gabriel came and appeared to Mary and said, You're going to conceive and bear a child. And she said, how, seeing I know not a man? Now, I want you to notice the difference in what Zachariah said and what Mary said. Now, on the surface, if you don't dig into it, you'll think, well, it seemed like she was doubting too. But she had a reason to ask this question. How? She didn't doubt it. She just wanted to know how it was going to happen because she had not had a relationship with man. And the Holy Spirit, he said, will come upon you and overshadow you. The seed that was prophesied in Genesis, the third chapter, the seed of the woman would bruise the head of the serpent. Well, that seed was the word of God, or Jesus, that it was talking about. And Mary conceived the word of God. So she received the word by the angel, conceived it in her heart. It manifested itself in her physical body, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So here's an opposite of the situations. Zacharias was struck dumb for nine months to keep him from speaking unbelief. And then you notice when the child was born, and they said, well, we'll name him Zacharias. And Elizabeth said, no, we're going to name him John. Well, they said, there's none of your family that name. And they said, we'll just give Zacharias a tablet and let him tell us what the name will be. And he said, his name shall be John. Now, when he named him exactly what the angel said, then his tongue was loosed. In other words, that sign was given to him and stayed on him until he had completely fulfilled what God said to do. Even to the name. He couldn't even speak after the child was born. Then right on the other hand, right in the same chapter, there's Mary that received the word of God. And she said, look, you found the one that'll believe you. Be it unto me according to thy word. And you know that's the way we ought to be about the word of God. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, all of this week we have the CD offer number 7404. It's four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $34. It's entitled, Where Satan Gets His Power. It'll surprise you when you find out where the enemy gets his power. When you dig into the Word of God, you'll find out 
that your words give Satan power over you. He has no authority over you. God gave man dominion over this planet. Genesis 1, God said, let us make man in our image and our likeness. Let them have dominion. But if you don't understand your authority as a believer, then the devil will run over you roughshod. But I want you to know that God has given you the authority. You remember every time Jesus started to cast out a demon, or almost every time, they challenged his authority. One of them said, have you come to torment us before the time? He knew there's a time he's going to be tormented. Another one said, I adjure thee by God that you torment me not. He thought Jesus was God in his divine Godhead powers, and he knew God had given the authority of the earth to man, and the demon in that man didn't think that Jesus was a man. But he was. He was a man. He was the Son of God. He was a man anointed with the Holy Ghost, and his body gave him authority to destroy the works of the devil. This was the purpose which God sent him to destroy the works of the devil, loosen, dissolve, and undo what the devil had done. Well, he couldn't do that if he just came here in his divine Godhead power. You need to understand that your body gives you authority over the devil, demons, and evil spirits, and they get their authority from men or from people on earth. They get it from somebody that has a body. That's 7404, entitled, Where Satan Gets His Power. Four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $34. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kemp reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.